This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Settling in a new city can raise lots of questions. How does the bus service work? Can I join the local library? Where do I go to get advice on renting a home? Over the next half hour, the team from Citizens Advice Bureau bring you information of special interest to new migrants to Dunedin. Welcome to Settlement Information with Citizens Advice Bureau. Kia ora koutou, ko ena toku ingoa. My name is Anna. I work as the manager at Citizens Advice Bureau Dunedin. Um, today we have Kath Gledhill. She's the Waste Minimisation Supervisor and the Waste Environmental Solutions Woman <laughs> at you. the DCC. No my Heidi, my Kath. Kia ora for coming in today to have a quarter all about curbside rubbish, waste and recycling. Yeah, kia ora, Anna. Thank you very much for the invitation. So I thought we would go through the three three options we have available at the moment, the blue bins, mm. the yellow lid recycling, and then the general rubbish. Mm. So if we start with the blue bins. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Uh, relatively easy. We only take glass bottles and jars. That's the key uh, takeaway mm-hmm. about those, about that particular bin. Uh, so we don't want broken mirrors, windscreens, <laughs> anything else glass? No. Uh, in fact, they need to be, if it's broken, obviously. Um, wrap it up. Uh, wrap it up and put it in your rubbish. Uh, and, and actually that goes the same for, for glass jars mm-hmm. and bottles as well. We're not going to take those. And they have to be clean, don't they? Yeah, they need to be devoid of liquid. If they can be rinsed out, so, mm. you know, when you, you're doing your dishes in the sink, just use that water to rinse them out, and that's more than adequate. They don't have to go through the dishwasher. Mm. Uh, you know, if you've got a sauce bottle, maybe. Mm. Um, I'm just thinking, actually, we've just been soaking a uh, sweet and sour sauce bottle. <laughs> sticky, yeah. sticky food, you know. Yeah. Um, but we got it to the point where it was it, most of the content had gone. So, so is that slightly way. different than the plastics? Because does the plastics have to be cleaner? No, no, they just have to be devoid of food and 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 rinsed again. So if there's if there's a little bit of debris that's still stuck to the inside, that's that's fine. Okay. Um, we don't want the full containers of you know butter or margarine still thank you no. you know that needs to be gone yeah yeah and so lids mm. yeah so lids caps trigger sprays sometimes mm. you get the trigger sprays and also pump um, mechanisms mechanisms they have to be gone as well they have to go to the rubbish yeah so so rule of thumb only glass bottles and jars no lids uh, and nothing else, no light bulbs or anything like that. Okay. Mm. So, and, and just point of interest, um, and I don't know if, if any of Alyssa's watch when the guys and girls come to take the glass at curbside, but they actually colour sort it. Oh. So they will tip from from the bin, so it's important that the bin isn't overflowing, and, and please don't use any other kind of vessels uh, to put your glass containers in that's not a DCC authorised bin because invariably if it's a box or something like that, there's going to be a safety issue yeah. there. So so they will, will tip the bin of glass onto a tray, onto the side of the truck, and they will colour sort it, oh. clear, brown and green. Wow. Didn't there know you go. So next time you're at home, have a, have a look-see when they come past. Yeah. So how many are people allowed to have? How many blue bins? Um, up to three. Right. Yeah. 
And so mm, if they mm, need, because we've done this before and I figured out where to get it, but tell yeah. us about a replacement if something happens to well, if you feel like you need more, yeah. you can go to the service centres. So for in the city here, obviously the Civic Centre, mm-hmm. uh, there's the satellite service centres such as Mosgiel, um, the Wakawiti, one in South Dunedin. Absolutely, the uh, South Dunedin pop-up library will yeah. have them. Um, there is a fee of $10. Mm-hmm. Um, is that but, for an um, extra one? That's for but an if extra. But if it's totally... Disintegrated and you need yeah. a new one. Is that free? Yeah. Um, depending. I, well, I, yeah, I think it's depending on the situation. You've really right. caught me off guard there, Anna. So case-by-case case basis. Case-by-case <laughs> case basis. Probably your best option would be to, to, to seek a replacement through the service centres. You could ring us and talk to us about it. Look, yeah. you know, if, if, if one of the collection trucks has run over said yeah. bin, then clearly we would mm. replace it. But if it. it's obviously been deliberately damaged... Yeah, then you would probably seek a replacement. Yeah. And I, my, I'm a little bit hesitant with that answer because years ago in Dunedin, we used to have a very similar blue bin, which was much larger, mm. um, that we used to use for all our recycling. I don't know if you remember those days, no, Anna. I don't. Uh, but uh, we still see some of those floating around. And, oh. and for, for glass on their own, they're really not suitable at all. They're too heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have one of those, and, and what's distinctive about them and makes them different to the others is that they have a black lining. So if you have one of those still, we will, if you give us a ring, let us know, and we can switch it out for you next time they come. Okay. So there you go. Good Oh. Um, so do you want to say now about how mm-hmm. they check whether it's the Blue Bin Week? Yeah, well, and also the recycling, uh, because they alternate. They do indeed. Uh, Yeah, look, there's a number of ways to do this, but your best bet would be to go to the Dunedin City Council website. Um, I would, in in the search part, I would perhaps put in something like rubbish and recycling, and Mm. that will take you to our our full page of options. So it's a series of, I guess you call them tiles, yeah, and you click onto the tile that you want, and I, I, I'm pretty sure it's it's uh, curbside days, mm. uh, and then you can there's a, a little search uh, part to that as well where you pop your address in, um, and fingers crossed, sometimes okay. addresses don't come up for some strange reason, but most mostly mm. your address will come up, and and currently uh, it comes up in a color code, so it might be yellow or it might be blue, that would indicate the colour of the bin for that week. Yep. Uh, it will also say the day, so that might be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, mm. Thursday or Friday. Now, if if you're looking on a – this is interesting. If you're looking on a Wednesday mm. and you pop your address in and it's a, you're all, it's a Wednesday and uh, your collection was a Tuesday, it's showing for that same week. Oh. So yesterday right. it was this. So – Okay. So the next week will be the. So it's always about color. the week you're in. It's always about the week you're in. Mm. So, so I was just thinking, if people, mm. you know, don't have access to a computer or a phone, or they can always ring the call centre and they'll be able to tell them. They? Absolutely, yeah. ring us four double seven four thousand, and the staff will be able very to help helpful. You. Yeah. Yes, good. Right. Oh, then so the yellow bins mm. for the recycling. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us about the accepted? This is the more confusing one, isn't it, really, for people, I think? Uh, well, not me, but my husband. <laughs> We've had this conversation before, I Anna, I feel. 
I'm going to get them to listen to this. <laughs> Absolutely, get them to listen to this. So, so in terms of plastic material, now um, we use a term uh, rigid, and what that means is it's a hard plastic, so like a plastic bottle. Mm. So if you squeeze it, it springs back to shape. Um, so those are the kind of plastics we're interested in. We don't want soft plastic materials like plastic bags. Uh, or you know anything that you know freezer bags that kind of thing that's had frozen vegetables in supermarket uh, bags so, so, yeah yeah which you don't see very often these no, but days they still to be use fair. the little oh, ones yes. to put fruit in don't they the produce bags yeah, yeah. yes you're so right and even some of the wrappings in the produce department yeah still can't be recycled can yeah they? no that's right no. we we won't take them unfortunately so the rigid plastic materials mm-hmm. so your your drink bottles that kind of thing. Um, Milk bottles, of course, is a classic. Um, so numbers on the bottom, usually, one, two, and five. Yeah. One, I'll, two, and five are the only ones that we'll take. I've got that written on our little bin that we put it all in. Great. And it still doesn't work for your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what the deal is with the cartons, the actual milk cartons. Yeah, right. No, we don't take those no, either. No, I didn't think so. Now, they are a, uh, they're kind of a, like a layered Material, so they might be cardboard on the outside, but inside there'll be a, a plastic layer, there'll be foil. Right. Um, now, the, the method to separate those different materials takes a lot of water, it's extraordinarily expensive, and guess what? We don't do it here. Yeah. And there are not many places in New Zealand that do. So, in buying milk, uh, the, the preference in terms of recycling would be plastic. plastic. Um, or glass, because there is a bit of glass now. Yeah. Yes, you can do that. And, of course, you, the glass you can get refilled, mm. which is great. Yeah. Um, so there's a number of, of places doing that. Yeah. Um, so other things, flattened cardboard. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if you've just been out and bought a fridge freezer, that piece of cardboard's going to be pretty big. Mm. So you might want to cut it up a little bit <laughs> and, and feed it into the bin over a couple of weeks. Yeah, I've done that many times, getting things broken down <laughs> to get in there. <laughs> Uh, steel cans, so typically your food cans, baked bean cans, that sort of thing. You can leave the wrapper on; it's okay. Now, uh, so yep. the lids there, yep. because you used to, I used to wash it all and then squash mm. the lid, just bend the lid into the container. Mm. That's not right, is it? Mm. Or look, is it? Look, you you now, can you, look the uh, yes, I do that too. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I just squeeze the can a little bit so you can get the lid in so Mm. it's safe so it's not Mm. going to cut anybody's fingers that's my thinking but 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 i think where you're going with this of course which i haven't mentioned with the rigid plastics is uh, that again like the glass no lids yeah no caps no trigger sprays no pumps they Mm. all have to go to the rubbish Mm. and and for the for those of you who are listening and think why they they're such itty-bitty little things. Even if they're attached, they come off and they get stuck in the good recycling material. So it's all bailed up, squished together. You get a series of caps in there. Yeah. Um, that reduces the quality right. of the product. So if you imagine a cap, a plastic cap, ending up in a bale of fibrous product, paper, uh, cardboard, it clearly shouldn't be there. Yeah. Get too much of that and those kind of those those recycling bales get rejected right. or could do. Yeah. Mm. Um, aluminium cans, drink cans. Yeah, you're going to say something that was going to lead to the tin lids. 
Uh, was I? Why I don't remember. You? Okay. No. <laughs> Maybe just oh, again. They just need to be rinsed out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, safer to put to tip them in because they are a real cutting hazard, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They can be depending on you know your your can opener. Yeah. Uh, some are, are designed so that they don't do that. But but I'm okay with the lids going inside, mm-hmm. uh, even if they're a bit loose. If you just squeeze together slightly. the can just slightly, yep. it won't come out. That's right. Um, paper, obviously. Um, magazines are fine, glossy yeah, stuff. Newspapers. Yeah, newspapers. Yeah. Toilet rolls. Toilet rolls, yeah. Um, newspapers uh, and cardboard, actually, and even toilet rolls. Um, I use in our compost at home. Oh. Good carbon if you have composting. Just something to think about. Um, yeah, I think that's all I can think of for the, that would for go in the bin. Yeah, in the yellow bin. Mm. Yeah, cool. Um, and we do do. Just thinking about that, we do do inspections from time to mm. time. We've had them. So you've had them, yeah. So, and the purpose for that is to provide feedback yeah. in the first instance, because there are a few things that people do get wrong. They might leave their caps on them, and, and uh, we have a team who come around and say, "Oh, actually, no, please don't leave the caps on. Take them off." So they will leave a tag, yeah, to um, say what what the deal was. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we do still have an, uh, 5% of Dunedinites who use that particular bin for rubbish, mm. and we won't take it. No. And eventually, if that kind of activity continues, we could very well remove the bin for a period of time. So what happens week to week? Just I'm just wondering if, you know, if you've had that situation and people's rubbish mm. is in it, mm. are they good at then... Removing the rubbish and putting it in a black well, bag. Well, we so that's the thing, isn't it? We we ask them to do that. We give them the opportunity to remove the materials that we're not going to take, um, and some do. Yeah, probably about half of them do, um, but then there's a portion that don't. Yeah. And as I say, we, we we give them a couple of opportunities, mm. um, and eventually we have to remove that bin because. Usually by that stage, the content is smelling, and if it gets knocked over, there's exactly. an issue there as well. Yeah. So, so we what, effectively what we do is we suspend the collection for a period of twelve weeks. Mm. Uh, we don't then actively go back to the property and say, "Would you like your yellow bin back?" Mm. We wait for the people to come to us and say, "Look, look, we we understand now. You know, we, we provide quite a bit of education material." Um, uh, and we're always here to discuss and, and help people. Mm. Um, so, so um, you know, we we don't have so many that we have to remove the bins from because we don't want it to get to that no. stage. No. Mm. And so, mm-hmm. replacement yellow bins that probably doesn't happen too often. Probably doesn't happen too often, and that, again, that could be a situation of where the bin has been mangled. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they drop into the back of the truck. <laughs> they're pretty robust. <laughs> they're they're pretty robust. Yeah. 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 But they might go missing as well. In which True. case, and actually, Especially down particularly north end. <laughs> yeah, they get switched around, uh, and often what can happen is when you've got uh, uh, you know, high density population, is mm. that somebody, your neighbour, actually could Takes have just taken your bin. So, so there may be a bit of that going on. Mm. I know it's quite handy having the little label. I mean, even when yeah. I get mine, and I always have to, you know, and have a look. Am I getting my my one? Yeah, just yeah. check on the side, like you yeah. say. It will invariably have an address on it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, so moving on to rubbish, just general mm. rubbish. So mm. at present, you know, we use the DCC rubbish bags. Mm. Mm. Um, 
Where can people get those? Uh, again, service centres um, and also supermarkets do sell them. I can tell you that service centres will be much cheaper. Yeah, I only just found out about uh, that. Ah, right. Um, Didn't know. So, and I think they sell them in lots of five. No, oh, I yeah. got two the other day. All right. Okay. So they must they must do them singularly yeah. as well. Well, there you go. I've learned something now as well. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's a weekly collection. That is a weekly collection. Uh, if you live in the central business district, oh yeah, um, I was going to go on to that about the. It's quite different for the inner city residents. It, it isn't is it? because they don't actually benefit from a curbside collection. No. You know, on a fortnightly basis, like we do, mm. so they don't have a yellow bin, they don't have the blue bin. So for them, they have a nightly collection mm. with the black bags. So it's seven days a week. But they also now and have had for the last two or three years the option of using our recycling hubs. Yeah. So we have one upper Moray side of of Moray Place, so close to the end of View Street, behind the car park there. There's one the down DIC car park. Uh, I don't know what the car park was, but um, behind the art gallery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally by that car park there. Actually, oh, there's yeah. a car park. You're right. Uh, and then there's one, uh, the most recent one for the CBD by the countdown here in town. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. And then there's another one by Vogel Street. Yep, under Go the on. under the overbridge. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we're always looking for new sites as well, mm. um, which proves a little bit difficult. You know, we would prefer DCC land, but we're, we're obviously talked to private landowners as well. Investigating a couple of options, more sort of heading down Princess Street end because there's, uh, there's a lot of inner city living now, mm. you know. So... Um, there's also the businesses. I mean, I mean where, where we are, like, we mm. often have cardboard, which we have to mm. wrap up. Yeah, so so small businesses can certainly make use of those hubs. Yeah. Uh, we don't encourage larger business to use them, obviously, no. because they would fill them. Yeah, uh, they would. Uh, they're directed uh, towards you know private collections, private mm-hmm. operator collections, which you know clearly as a business they should be yeah, utilising. But here, absolutely, if there's if there's just small amounts, you could mm. make use of them. You've got your countdown right round yeah. just across down the road. But there is, the, but you're right. There is also um, for business. Uh, there is also the cardboard collection as well, a couple of nights a week. Uh, if you're a resident in the city, you're not necessarily likely to use that. You're not going to no. produce enough to warrant that. So small amounts of cardboard flattened into one of those hubs is is ideal. Yeah. But if they if they bought a washing machine or something big, they would be able to use that wrap up, you know, the tie up one. Uh yeah. Yeah, they could do. Yeah, 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 as long as it's within the collection area. So you can again go to the uh website to find out where those are. Where those collection points are, because the specific points. Yeah. It's not years ago it used to be anywhere and everywhere. Was it? Oh yes, it was terrible. It was messy and it was loose and it would blow down the street on a windy day. So now it's much more structured. Mm. So it's particular designated spots. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Mm. so um, electronic waste, Mm. batteries, light bulbs. Mm. What do people do with stuff like that? Mm. Uh, Well, at the moment with uh, Electronic waste, so we're talking about TVs, computers, that sort of thing. There's there's a couple of options. Um, 
firstly, our Green Island landfill site um, takes them at the rummage shop there. Mm. Um, there is a small fee, which is so. So the fee or the actual cost of recycling those materials, because because we take them for recycling, we don't want them in the landfill no. because they're full of toxic stuff. Yeah. Um. So you can drop them out there. It might cost you five dollars for a laptop to be recycled. The actual cost is more like ten. Mm. But Dunedin City Council subsidises the remainder um, batteries you can take them we're talking household batteries so your double AA, yeah. triple A's that kind of thing small lithium tool batteries as well mm. you can take for free to the rummage shop and we will pay for those to be properly recycled um, otherwise um, Cargill Enterprise down in South mm. Eden Hillside Road they will also take all of that material uh, it might just cost you a little bit more mm-hmm. Um and and I'm we're hoping in the next sort of twelve months or so to have something more centralised here as well uh, opportunities. But actually, and I'm forgetting now that that outside of Dunedin City Council, uh, Noel Leeming um, have teamed up with um, a group um, who operate a program called Tech Collect, oh, yeah. and they will take all your uh, electronic waste. And I'm hesitant because I don't think they take TVs and I don't think they take batteries, but all the other kind of stuff for free. Mm, that's pretty good. So that's very good, isn't it? So that's where's, funded out of government. Where's it actually going, yeah. though? Yeah, it's it's being recycled. Oh, yeah. that's good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, nobody does anything for free. No. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, clearly recycling, you know, there is a return yeah. Monetary returns. So yep, that's good. Somebody's making money somewhere. And it is getting better, isn't it? The more and more mm. products are able to be recycled mm. as time goes on. Yeah, we have a quite a proactive government. Mm. They are looking at what they call, you know, basically difficult items to be recycled. Mm. So they're looking at methods and mechanisms and ability for us, enabling all of us to, to do things right. And to do our own rather than ship it off somewhere else. Yeah, well, that, that will come. Yeah. Um, there's probably not enough of that right mm. now, but it will come. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, with that, that creates employment as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you mentioned light bulbs. Yeah. Uh, just touching on that, and and certainly the what we call CFCs, so the um, fluorotype lighting. Yeah. Uh, which can be very dangerous. Uh, we will take them at uh, you know in small amounts at Civic Centre here in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are also some of the lighting stores as well that will take them for free. Mm. So. All right. Yeah. Nice. And so do you want to give a quick thing about what's happening, what the new system? Yeah. So new system, uh, we obviously retain the glass bin, the blue bin, Mm -hmm. the yellow lidded bin, uh, but we're moving away from the plastic rubbish bags. We will be moving to a red lidded uh, rubbish waste waste bin. Two sizes. Two different sizes. So next year we'll be asking people to tell us what size they want. Is it going to be weekly? Uh, fortnightly. Okay. Yeah, so that'll be 80 or 140 litre. Yeah. Uh, and then we've also got the weekly food waste collection. Yeah, that's going to be good too. Now, just keep in mind at the moment that in your black bag, um, just under half, about 40% of the content of those bags can be attributed to food. Mm. 
It's not very good, is it? Yeah. And then there's also the option. You don't have to have green it, but waste. the option for green waste. Yeah, perfect. Mm. I think it's awesome. Thank you. All right. So um, thank you. Thank you. Very much for coming in today, Kath, and sharing your expertise. Thank you, Jeff, and Otago Access Radio for hosting us again. And to those listening, hope we've that's been useful for you. Um, Member Citizens Advice Bureau can advise on any of these issues we've covered today and also this information can be found on the DCC website, dunedin.govt.nz or via their call centre, 477-4000. Citizens Advice Bureau is at Rogers House, the ground floor, 155 Princess Street or on the phone 0800 or 471-6166 or on our website www.cab.org.nz. Thank you, everyone. Nohoa ora mai rā. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.